very important uh, part of our discussion about Messianic Judaism. Today is the third part. We will talk about very important subjects from the scriptures. So I hope you will be able to hear it and to remember it and to uh, bring it to life in your lives. Before we begin our Torah study, let's pray together. Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu melech haolam, asher kitshanu b'mitzvatav etzivanu la'asog b'divrei Torah. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who sanctifies us with his commands and commands us to engross ourselves in the words of Torah. Amen. Amen. One last thing before we go to the scriptures. I would like to share with you that... Uh, through this situation and through this building, I believe the Lord is really clearly speaking to us not to be afraid, not to get angry or frustrated, not to go in that direction. The Lord, His hand over us in everything. I mean, I had requests from some people about a picnic for a long time already. I had no idea that uh, we'll have picnic right here, but it turned to be such a beautiful place. I love to be here. I love to be here, so it's beautiful. So I want to continue to talk about Israel's physical and spiritual restoration described in the book of Ezekiel. Also, I want to remind you that it is my perspective. And I'm sure that there's more than one perspective on Messianic Judaism. So if you agree with me, it's super. If you're a little bit disagree or concerned, it's okay to learn the scriptures for yourself. It's beautiful. So I call Ezekiel chapter 37 the road map of humankind. It is so rich, so important, so blessed. This chapter contains three parts of God's unique plan for the Jewish people. Chapter 37. Ezekiel chapter 37. First part, we talked about it last time. Uh, Galut, Aliyah, and the third part, Shua. An exile, in Hebrew, Galut, is the dis uh, dispersion of Jews out of their ancestral homeland, the land of Israel and their settlement in other parts of the globe. Aliyah in Hebrew, ascent, is the immigration of Jews from the diaspora to the land of Israel. So it's coming back to the land of Israel. So last Shabbat we talked about Galut and Aliyah. If you remember that, if not, it's okay, you can watch later. We talked about Galut and Aliyah. And today I want to continue to speak about Aliyah and also about Shuvah, the third part. So let us open scriptures. It's Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 1, and uh, let's continue to read from verse 1. Ezekiel chapter 37. So the hand of Adonai was upon me. The Ruach Adonai carried me out and set me down in the middle of the valley. It was full of bones. He led me all around them. Behold, there were very many on the floor of the valley. Behold, they were very dry. Then he said to me, Son of man, can 
these bones live? And as the Jew, he answered him, Adonai Elohim, you know. And the Lord said to him, Prophesy over these bones. He said to me, Say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of Adonai. Thus says Adonai Elohim to these bones, Behold, I will cause Ruach to enter you, so you will live. I will attach tendons to you, bring flesh on you and cover you with skin. Then I will put breath in you. You will live. You will know that I am Adonai. Dry bones. Verse 7. So I prophesied just as I was commanded. As I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, an earthquake. Then the bones came together, bone to its bone. I saw and behold, there were tendons on them. Flesh came up and skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. So here's two parts of the same prophecy. Galut and Aliyah coming together. An unprecedented and amazing event took place. The state of Israel was born in one day. It's a beautiful event, prophetic event. The Israeli Declaration of Independence was proclaimed on May 14, 1948. The nation of Israel have their own land, our own land, land of Israel. This is one of the main signs of the end times and the second coming of our Messiah, Yeshua. It is a prophetic act, biblical prophetic act. So I want to give some examples of how the restoration of Israel affected the body of the Messiah. And it's a beautiful historical fact. And it is very important for us as Messianic community. So, Aliyah, again, it is return of Jews to the state of Israel. Aliyah. So there were several large waves of Aliyah. The first Aliyah, it's 1882 to 1903. Between 1882 and 1903, approximately 35,000 Jews immigrated to Palestine at the time. The migration of Jews from Russia correlates with the end of the Russians' pogroms with about 3% of Jews immigrating from Europe to Palestine. The groups who arrived in Palestine around this time were called Fandes for Zion. They were also called Enthusiasts for Zion. It is first Aliyah. And what's important about that? During the time, during the first Aliyah in 1884, the Joseph Rabinovich, a Jewish publicist and public figure, founded the first, world's first modern Jewish Messianic congregation, which called Sons of the New Testament, Bnei Brita Hadashah, in almost 2,000 years. So the Lord brought people back, us back to Israel. At the same time, he began again the beautiful Messianic movement of this world in Kishinev, Moldova. It was part of the Russian Empire at the time. 
Bnei Brit Hadasha, the first modern Messianic community in Kishinev, Moldova. The second Aliyah, 1904 to 1914. A new wave of Aliyah was also associated with the wave of pogroms in the Russian Empire. The most famous was the Kishinev pogrom in 1903. During this period, about 40,000 Jews from Eastern Europe settled in the land of Israel. So, at the second Aliyah. At the same time, during the second Aliyah, in 1906, Leon Rosenberg established the Jewish Christian community in Odessa, Ukraine. It's a beautiful city. It was the second Jewish Messianic congregation in the world. It is hard to overestimate the influence of this congregation on the work of salvation of the Jewish people. Leon Rosenberg became one of the great rabbis of the Jewish people and established multiple Jewish Christian congregations in Europe and the Soviet Union. The Lord moved mightily through him. And it happened right during the second great Aliyah. At the same time, the Lord spiritually revives his people. Also in 1906 was the beginning of the famous Azusa Street Revival in California. Somebody know, somebody remember. It's beautiful. The same time the Lord brought his people to Israel, our people, us to Israel. The same time he, he brought order and revival to his own body, body of Messiah. Also was the third Aliyah, 1919-1923, fourth Aliyah, 1924-1929, fifth Aliyah, 1929-1939, Aliyah Bed, it's 1933-1948, and also Mass Aliyah, or uh, it was one of the biggest Aliyah in the history of Israel in 1950s, and so on. So I would like you to, to remember that. New strong movements of the Holy Spirit began with each new wave of Aliyah. The same time. New wave of Aliyah and His people, our people, coming to Yeshua the Messiah. While restoring Israel, the Lord was also restoring and putting in order in His body, His church. So now let's move to the last part of Ezekiel's prophecy and it's called Shuvah. Repentance, turning to God. But before we do so, I would like to ask you, how are you? Blessed. Okay, good. If you're tired, you can sleep. No problem. I mean, picnic, beautiful weather, trees, sun. So Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 9 and on. Then the Lord said to me, Prophesy to the Ruach, to the Spirit. Prophesy, Son of Man, and say to the Ruach, to the Spirit. Thus says Adonai Elohim, Come from the four winds, the Spirit. Breathe upon this slain, and they may live. So I prophesied just as He commanded me, the Spirit came into them and they lived. 
They stood up on their feet, a vast army. Verse 11. Mishpachal, I'm reading this, it is a prophecy. We live in these times. Just think about it. It's not it is not a story. It is not a beautiful historical thing. It is what's happening right now. <laughs> Verse eleven. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried up. Our hope is lost. We are cut off by ourselves. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says Adonai Elohim, Behold, I will open your graves. I will bring you up out of your graves, my people. I will bring you back to the land of Israel, which has already happened. You will know that I am Adonai when I have opened your graves and brought you up out of your graves, my people. I will put my spirit in you and you will live. I will place you in your own land. Then you will know that I, Adonai, have spoken and that I have done it. It is a declaration of Adonai. It is not up to people. It is not up to people. It's up to the Lord. It is His prophecy. It is His promise. At the same time, He's bringing back His people to Israel. His revival, His life, His spirit is working in our lives, in our families. A similar passage about the awakening and salvation of the Jewish people through faith in Yeshua is recorded in Zechariah chapter 12. Let us open Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10. Here is the prophecy. Zechariah 12, 10. Then I will pour out on the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem a spirit of grace and supplication. When they will look towards me whom they pierced, they will mourn for him as one mourns for an only son and grieve bitterly for him as one grieves for a firstborn. What a beautiful prophecy. So they will see me who they was pierced. And they will mourn for him as one mourns for an only son. I have a question. Who is he, the only begotten son, pierced by our sins? Who can it be? Only one. Who was pierced for our transgressions. Who bore our sins. Wow. In these prophecies, there is a clear and understandable reference to a tremendous outpouring of the Holy Spirit through faith in Yeshua the Messiah. And there is no other way, there is no other way to salvation, only through Yeshua the Messiah. Ezekiel chapter 27 verse 24. It is about Yeshua that is written in the following verses of Ezekiel. The same chapter 37 of Ezekiel, verse 24. It is about Yeshua. My shepherd David will be king over them. 
they will all have one shepherd. They will walk in my ordinances and observe my rulings and do them. They will live in the land that I gave to my servant Jacob, where you, where you ancestors live. They will live there, they, their children, their children's children forever. And my servant David will be their prince forever. Let's say forever. I mean, it's not about the man. Who can live forever? I have a question. My servant David, who will live forever. You know, the King David, he's, he's dead. He's not with us anymore. But this David will be king over them and will live forever. And we know that the Messiah, he is son of Joseph and also he is son of David. First time Yeshua came as son of Joseph. The second time he's coming as the son of David, the ruler. And verse 26, I will cut a covenant of shalom with them. So new covenant, covenant of shalom. It will be an everlasting covenant with them. I will give to them and multiply them. I will set up my sanctuary among them forever. My dwelling place will be over them. I will be their God and they will be my people. Then the nations will know that I am Adonai who sanctifies Israel when my sanctuary is in their midst forever. So, and I would like, I know that it is it's a beautiful time to remember something very important. Please remember that. We live in a unique period of time after the creation of the Jewish state, which is half of the prophecy of Ezekiel chapter 37. The dry bones are gathered together and now is the time when the Holy Spirit revives the Jewish people through faith in Yeshua. This is the short period in between Aliyah and Shuva. We write in between Aliyah, which has already happened, and Shuva, which is happening right now. Mishpacha, you are lucky. You are blessed. I mean, remember I promised you you will find yourself in very interesting places of the scriptures. You are right here. You are right here. You are a part of this prophecy. Speak to these bones. Prophesy over them. They will live. Thus says the Lord of the night. So, so we are in the period when bones have flesh on them. We have Israel. So they are no longer dry, but they are not yet alive. It is not as yet. So let's read what Apostle Paul prophesies about our time. Romans 11.25 and it is the last place of scripture for today. Romans 11.25 For I do not want you brothers and sisters to be ignorant of this mystery lest you be wise in your own eyes that the partial hardening has come upon Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And verse 26 and in this way, all Israel will be saved. I love, shall be saved. As it is written, the deliverer shall come out of Zion. He shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. 
and this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. All Israel shall be saved. It is a clear and distinct message to end-time believers reading the scriptures. All Israel shall be saved. How wonderful it is to know the end of history. And not only know, but to be part of this. To participate in the restoration of, the is of Israel. Although the battle is still ongoing, and there will be many victories, difficulties, sometimes fire, I don't know, and possible even falls in our way, we already have a great promise of salvation. Yeshua is coming back, and all Israel shall be safe. In conclusion, I want to talk a little about Shuvah, repentance. Unfortunately, believers think that repentance means to stop sinning and become, become perfect. But it is not an entirely correct understanding. Therefore, the Jewish understanding of Shuvah is to turn, to make a 180 degree turn towards the Lord. Every sinner can decide to turn his face to the Lord and follow Him right now. So we are called to make Shuvah repentance every day of our life. So do not wait until you become perfect to follow the Lord. Turn to Him right now, where you are. Follow Him. Amen. So let us do Havanagila, as, as we promised, yeah? Yeah, let's stand together and let us worship our lost soul and... Welcome to dance actually if you want to just whatever you want. I'm 